Hey there, Paige Browning here from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. The sun set at 4.17 p.m. today, and there is a sweet silver lining to that time. This is as early as sunsets get in Seattle this year, so our afternoons, at least, aren't getting any darker. Here's the wrap on today's news. It's Tuesday, December 12th. Tragedy has struck Evergreen State College. One student is dead and two others are in the hospital from carbon monoxide poisoning. The gas spread in the on-campus student housing where the students lived. College officials say carbon monoxide alarms had gone off earlier in the day. And later, an Evergreen police officer broke into the housing unit in an attempt to give the students CPR. Evergreen College President John Carmichael says the school is grieving the loss of 21-year-old Jonathan Rodriguez of DuPont. The state patrol is investigating. Zulily, which is shuttering offices, has filed a new lawsuit against Amazon. The Seattle-based company alleges that Amazon's tactics made it impossible to offer competitive prices. According to GeekWire, the lawsuit's based on allegations already made in court by the Federal Trade Commission. The federal lawsuit says Amazon targeted Zulily specifically by forcing sellers to price items higher on Zulily versus on Amazon. Zulily announced this month it's closing its offices in Seattle and laying off more than 800 workers. Amazon said in a new legal filing on Friday that its efforts to offer low prices are good for consumers. Now, Washington's ban on gay conversion therapy is here to stay. The U.S. Supreme Court has declined to hear a challenge to Washington's ban from a conservative Tacoma area therapist. Justices voted six to three against taking the case. Seattle University law professor Deirdre Bowen calls it a remarkable move. One wonders if they've decided to engage in a much more restrained approach about the cases that they will take because of the unexpected reaction to the Dobbs decision and how politically unpopular that is. Under Washington's 2018 law, therapists who engage in conversion therapy for minors can lose their license in a policy that's intended to protect LGBTQ youth. One therapist sued, claiming that it violated his rights to free speech, but he lost the case in court. There's about to be a lot of turnover in Seattle government. Six out of nine city council members cast their final votes this afternoon. David Hyde watched it play out. Remember your last day in high school? Well, it's a bit like that in Seattle City Hall today. Four council members decided not to run again. Another, downtown's Andrew Lewis, lost his seat. And another, Teresa Mosqueda, wasn't up for re-election, but she's quitting to take her new job on the King County Council. Combined, the council members who are leaving have nearly 40 years of experience. Next year's entire council will have had just a quarter of that time on the job. David Hyde, KUOW News. This month's floods took a heavy toll on salmon. Tribal biologists say extreme river flows can flush salmon eggs out of riverbeds and bury eggs in sediment. The Stillaguamish River hit all-time record levels just last Tuesday. 
Still a Guamish tribe biologist, Jason Griffith, says high flows probably killed more than half the Chinook salmon eggs in the river. High flows basically cause poor survival, especially for Stillaguamish Chinook. And so three to five years from now, we will see lower returns of Stillaguamish Chinook. Griffith says the direct impact on the tribe was limited since most tribal members and buildings moved out of the floodplain long ago. The Stillaguamish tribe's been buying land to disperse the high-energy floodwaters over a larger area to give young fish more places to seek refuge during floods. There's a candlelight vigil tonight in front of Seattle Children's Hospital. Psych unit nurses are putting it on as a public display before they meet with hospital administrators over workplace violence. Diana Apong reports. After an increase in violence in the psychiatry and behavioral medicine unit at Seattle Children's Hospital, the Washington State Nurses Association wants to bring attention to workplace violence. The national mental health crisis is still ongoing. And as it gets worse, more violence happens to patients and to staff. And it's our duty to not let this stand. That was registered nurse Greg Zorn, who works in the unit. Nurses say they want Seattle Children's to retain more nurses experienced in psychiatric care. The vigil will be at Laurelhurst Playfield in Seattle starting at 6 p.m. and will include a walk to the front of the hospital. In a statement, a spokesperson for Seattle Children's Hospital says in addition to other safety measures, they have also added supplemental staffing resources and increased both their leader and security presence. Diana Opong, KUOW News. Running through a few quick stories before we go. The state of Washington has shut down a daycare in Linwood for allegedly giving children Benadryl to fall asleep. The state shut down Little Hands Big Hearts early learning in September and parents sued in November. Children said they were given purple candy at nap time. Sound Transit CEO Julie Tim is stepping down from the agency. So the big transit agency is looking for a new leader for the second time in two years. Tim says she's returning to the East Coast to take care of family matters. And in film news, the Pacific Bonsai Museum is featured in a new HBO documentary that debuts tonight. Trees and Other Entanglements tells the story of an 82-year-old bonsai tree that was stolen from the museum and the tree's connection to Japanese-American imprisonment during World War II. And that's a wrap from the KUOW Newsroom in Seattle. Our producer is Andy Hurst, and I'm Paige Browning. We'll be back tomorrow with another News Roundup. See ya!